Welcome back, everybody, to Best Books Ever. According to Tyler, that is me. And, uh, yeah, we're back. Episode 2, uh, doing Mistborn Final Empire. As you can see, chapters 9 through 15, otherwise known as part 2. I forget what the parts, I think each of the parts have names, but, uh, part 2, 9 through 15, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're just gonna talk about it. Have a good time. If you haven't seen the first one or listened to it, go do that because yeah, you'll be spoiled, you know? So, uh, lots of stuff here. Like I said, I was very excited to get to this part because um, first part was all about kind of introductions, characters, setting, plot, all the, <laughs> all the buzzwords for a book. Uh, part two, though, is all right, we're in it. Let's do it. So... I have a bunch of different stuff, kind of intertwined, right? But the biggest thing, I mean, like we did with the last part, this part, same deal. Let's start with the ending. Uh, we don't know if Vin's going to live, right? We had that huge action sequence at the end, um, which I guess is kind of a pattern, right? Because we had a pretty big one, part one with Kelsier. But now we have one with Kelsier and Vin going to Credit Shaw. Um this was huge, right? We saw them fight a bunch of Inquisitors. And again, I think that was a big question that we would have going into part two and just beyond, right? I think we even talked about it last time where um, Inquisitors are like the big question mark. Obviously, we got the Lord Ruler. He's like on a whole other level, right? He's God or a sliver of God, whatever. Um, but the initial, the like more grounded, I guess, uh, you know, question and opposition to their plan is the Inquisitors, because Lord Ruler, probably not going to fight them unless, like, they're able to best every other part of his defense, then he'll come out, I'm sure, and again, he's God, so, like, whatever, but the Inquisitor is going to be real hard to beat. Garrison could be done, right? They already have plans for that to get the Garrison out of here, uh, but the Inquisitor is not going to be super easy. So I think that's a big question we had was, how powerful are they really? Is it all just stories, fairy tales, you know? Because even, like, we saw uh, Mist Race. And Mist Race are this, like, unknown being. They're, like, ghosts, but also kind of zombies, sort of, you know. And then we and then we meet them, and it's like, oh, they're pretty docile. Uh, you know, Kelsier talks about how they don't they don't eat, like, living people or anything, um, they will follow you, but just in the hopes that you drop some sort of food or something that they can, you know, pick up and use, um, you know, so it's like, you know, something like that, where it's like, are Inquisitors the same way, where they are probably pretty powerful, but is it, um, you know, is it just people telling stories, and then they, you know, they get twisted and inflated, all that stuff, but then we do see it here, we're like, oh no, Inquisitors are the real deal, because we haven't seen too many Mistborns, you know, just... Kelsier and Vin, Vin being very inexperienced and Kelsier being, uh, honestly not as experienced as we may see, um, I mean, cause we know that he only got snapped like months ago, <laughs> I think, you know, I think it was like a year or less maybe, um, so I imagine someone that was a Mistborn since they were a child, you know, like these Mistborns that are born and they're in the nobility, which we haven't met any of them yet to my knowledge, um, I don't think we have, but 
maybe we haven't. I just forgot. Again, I have you know read the book already, but no no future spoilers. Um, probably a lot more powerful, a lot more intuitive with all their all their powers. Um, but even that, like two of them together, Kelsier and Vin, like one Inquisitor seemed like it was gonna be too much, and there's like three or four of them. It was crazy, you know. And then even like the idea of them going through it and you know i love kelsier and vin's uh chemistry and their interactions are some of the best parts of the book so far um you know especially since vin seems a lot more comfortable with them and uh you know she can kind of give it back to him a little bit um you know and then just that conversation where they both know that kelsier can tell vin to like go to her room (laughs) but vin's not she's gonna sneak out you know, like you're going to have to incapacitate her, <laughs> like knock her out or something. Uh, it's not going to work. So I'm bringing her there. Um, and then just how Brandon was able to make Credit Shaw such a mystery and such a looming presence, um, you know, where we even see the Lord Ruler, I suppose, is the one who's just like emanates this sad, miserable feeling like he's that powerful um, so again, you know, kind of getting little breadcrumbs here and there for him. Um, but then, yeah, and then them fighting the Inquisitors, you know, it seemed to be going way too well. Um, you know, so that was really tough. That, that was really tough to watch because, you know, we love Vin, we love Kels here. Uh, you know, we want them to succeed because of the knowledge that we have. Um, Lord Ruler bad, his reign bad. So, you know, we, so we want to see them win and then for the Inquisitor just to mop the floor with them. Like, no no competition. You know, they seem way too powerful. Um, they seem like they can use a lot of the different um, elementic powers. Um, and then even like, you know, because you know, we don't see it really from Kelsey's perspective, we see it from Vin's perspective and the one Inquisitor just following her. And it's like, how does he... How does, how does he, I guess, I think they're all male. Um, how does he know where she is? Like, you know, even using her little tricks to like get rid of Kelsier in the past, like she uses those and like, he's still able to follow her and he's so fast and like his stamina and everything. Like these guys are monsters, you know, figuratively and literally it seems. Um, I don't know. I just think Brandon said, did, did such a good job of despair in this in in this part to be like it you know for it to start and to be like oh it's actually going pretty like you know Kelsier taking people out you know we do have some of the questionable morality even when it comes to Vin where Vin uh, you know she even says that this is the first time she's killed anybody you know Reen was always the one to murder in their like little raids or burglaries or whatever you know so for that to happen but other than that for the most part seemed to be going very well like the other people you know, they do not exaggerate how good Mistborn are to have on your side. Uh, but then Inquisitors just shut all that down. Um, and then just, again, that one scene where Vin is depleted, just in every sense of the word, and her to be, like, reverting back to her old self, to be like, okay, I gotta hide, I gotta find a shadow, I gotta make myself look small. Like, that was really, really hard to read. And then for the Inquisitor to find her. And at that point, it's just like, she's dead. (laughs) That's it. There's three more parts of this book 
and two more books, and Vin isn't in them. You know, she's dead. And then for the figure, you know, at that time we didn't know for that figure to save her, you know, you know, us to hear like, you know, some like crunching sound, Inquisitor down, someone saving her, she thinks it's Kels here, turns out to be Sazed. Um was huge. That was a it was a huge win. And then for the after uh you know, almost like the epilogue to the part where, you know, because at that point they'd bring us back up. They're like, oh, saved Vin. Everyone's gonna be fine. We cut. Kels here's safe. Like he seems perfectly okay. You know, you know, us to have like a little bit of uh uplifting spirit. And then for them to come back and be like, Vin's not doing well. <laughs> and even for it to end with we don't know if Vin's gonna survive. Like we have no idea if if she actually lives through this. Um, and then, uh, you know, I do love, talked about it last time, but the relationship with all the people in the crew, I think is something very special. And I think that that is one of the things that holds these characters together, um, because they are just destroying Kelsier, you know, cause it's like, why would you take her with you? Why? Like, this doesn't make any sense. You didn't tell anyone. You didn't like so many things, you know, so many mistakes that he made and, um, you know, in, the set, in a sense, it's like, well, I did them, you know, there's, there's nothing we can do about it now, like, you can yell at me all you want, but what's done is done, but also, it's like, you are too reckless, you know, like, you, you could have tried harder, you could have told some of us, you could have not gone tonight, you know, because they even look at his progress, and it's like, you didn't learn anything, <laughs> you didn't learn what was in the secret door, um, you almost got yourself killed, almost got Vin killed, like, useless, useless waste of time, um, so yeah, you know, I, I, I really like how, how this chapter ends, be, or this part ends, you know, because even it, contrasting part one, where it was kind of, like, uh, happier, with, like, all the crew together, us kind of, you know, getting everyone's parts, um, you know, I was finally feeling like we have a direction with the book, and then for this part to end and be like, yeah, Vin's, not looking good <laughs> like uh you know people who are bigger than her stronger than her more experienced than her have died for less you know with like you know less physical injuries um but yeah so great great ending to have that roller coaster and then just like just just punching in the face of reality where it's like oh we love these characters but this is not going to be easy. Like, this is truly going to be as impossible as it sounds. Um, where it's like, the, the Inquisitors are a problem. Like, Saza talked about kind of, like, taking care of him. Like, he, he'll, he'll deal with it. But it's like, I don't I don't think he can. <laughs> you know, even with two Mistborn, it's like, these, we, they have to have a weakness of some sort. You know, we're already working on the 11th medal with the Lord Ruler. But what about, what about the Inquisitors? <laughs> What what about these guys over here? So, um, great ending, great cliffhanger ending. Um, some other stuff though that we have, lots of stuff branches off of that though. Um, I guess real quick, I do just want to mention uh, they did say there's about twenty steel inquisitors. I know that was a big question I had. Uh, you know, with you know with the first part, like how many are there? How many do they have to deal with? They say there's, there's about twenty of them in all of Luthadel. Um, so that's probably around the number that they're going to have to deal with. 
I imagine. 20 seems like too much. <laughs> too many Inquisitors to deal with. I do. I would not want that task. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, another big thing I wanted to get into was Sazed. Because he is a new character. Um, we saw him at the end of the last part a little bit, but not not too much. You know, just a little bit to see a little bit of his personality, um, face value, who he is. You know, he's Terrace. He is a he's a servant to Kelsier. Um, we see that he's a little different than other Terrace, though. You know, he's like making you know snide jokes and stuff like that. Um, but then this part, they really throw a like blanket of mystery on him especially through Vin's eyes, right? Because it's like, who is Sazed really? You know, we kind of learned a little bit about everyone, but it's like, Sazed's here, you know, he's the one that's kind of helping her become, uh, become Valet Renew. Um, but other than that, there's little questions, little questions where it's like, you know, when they went to go see Cayman's uh, lair just be ripped apart by Inquisitors, uh, Kelsier did not want to bring Vin because of how dangerous it could possibly be. You know, Inquisitors may be lurking around there or, or something, right? But he was perfectly okay with bringing Sazed. Very strange, because on one hand it could be like, oh, well, he's the servant, so he comes and he kind of, you know, whatever, right? But for the most part, like, does he have, you know, you know, she was saying, like, does he have any experience? Like, can he actually fight? Like, is there... Maybe he's quick and he could run away or something. Um, you know, there's little things, too, where uh, Vin used Tin to listen in on, on Kelsier's, uh, you know, his, you know, his little, like, hushed conversation. And uh, Saza definitely noticed it. You know, again, you can't really see the use of, of Alamancy. Um, you can feel Alamancy use if you use, uh, like, bronze, I think, right? One of those. Copper, I don't know. Um, but for some reason, like, Vin looked at, uh, at Sazed, and he could, and she could tell that, that Sazed was intuitively, <laughs> uh, you know, just, like, finding out, you know, you know what he was doing. Um, so it's like, oh, does, does he know Alamancy? Does he, you know, what's what's going on there? And then they talk about, they, they briefly mention metal mines, but they don't really explain what those are. And it's like, well, what's that? Is that, like, some kind of sort of, like, technique? Or is it, like, some, like, you know, we, we, we know it's some sort of record-keeping tool or something, you know, because we talk about her, him being a keeper, um, you know, him just having a lot of knowledge. I, we, you know, we see him, uh, you know, him and Kelsey at the very end kind of briefly mention that. So, like, okay, what, what's that? And then even at the very end, uh, you know, kind of with that, Kelsier does, uh, I think he says it, but also thinks it, how he would not want he would not want to be on like the wrong side of his anger or, you know, or, or something like that. And, uh, you know, so even with that, it's like, what's going on with Sazed? Like, is he, is he secretly like the, the strongest member of their group? And we just don't know it because right now with the information we have, like, I would guess, I would guess he doesn't know Alamancy because I feel like he would have used it by now you know and like vin would have felt it or something and, and, and you know and even with that it's like well he's probably not a misborn because i feel like 
that'd be pretty hard to hide. And also wouldn't really be a secret, you know? You know like, imagine one of them would have told... I mean, like, if he was a misborn. <laughs> I I just don't think it'd be a secret, you know? And there have been a couple times where, like, Sazed was talking to Vin. And, and, and Sazed has, like, mentioned some other methods that he has. But he obviously hasn't told her um, and all that. So there is something going on with him that I hope we learn very soon. Um, uh, hold on one second. I gotta do something. One second. Give me five seconds. Okay. Anyway, um, um, right, Sazed. Um, yeah. So there, you know, yeah, so there is definitely something going on with Sazed, but that is that's a little mystery that they introduced with this part. Um, new characters, and again, like even even branching off of Sazed, like we don't really know too much about the other characters either. I would, I would hope that we get more into them, because, you know, because right now they are very much side characters, We're like Breeze, Ham, like, you know, we do know, like, a little bit, but, like, we don't really know their life, like, is that even necessary, maybe this is just, maybe this is just a crew, you know, uh, but speaking of Breeze, that was another thing I wanted to touch on, um, I think that is something that we mentioned last time, maybe, um, you know, about, like, Kelsier, or maybe it happened in this part, I don't know, uh, you know, Kelsier not having the time to train Vin by herself, by, by himself, um, and Vin being a little upset, but then, you know, the thought process there is like, well, Kelsier's good, but Mistborn inherently probably aren't masters of any of the Alimantic powers, right, because they have all of them, so they, you know, they have the same amount of time, <laughs> you know, like life as everyone else does, but they split that up into, you know, eight different alimentic powers, whereas if you just know one, you spend your whole life honing in on that one, you know, so we imagine that Breeze probably better at using, uh, you know, soothing than Kelsier is, you know, Ham probably better uh, with the physicality stuff, you know, because he's, you know, he burns pewter than Kelsier. Um, you know, and all that, you know, same thing with, uh, clubs, you know, the whole like smoking thing. So makes sense, right? Um, you know, I do love that, that scene, scene itself, you know, them just being at the, at the restaurant or whatever, uh, you know, trying to recruit other people. Very cool. Very awesome. You know, hopefully they get a lot of people. Uh, seems like it's not fast enough, but they're going to have to figure that out. But the real gem of that scene was them showcasing that. It's like, oh yeah, Breeze is really good at soothing and it does, uh, you know, back up Kelsier's point and his motives of throwing Vin there, Vin being upset that he's just, she's just kind of being tossed aside, doesn't get to learn from the master Kelsier and then realizes, oh, this is actually better for me. And it's great because we, we, we see her thoughts and she's like, I need everyone to, you know, to teach me their, their ability. 
like she immediately flips from, oh, he's just tossing me aside, you know, throwing me, throwing me to the dregs. And then she sees what Breeze does and is like, Breeze is 10 times better at soothing than Kelsier ever will be, <laughs> you know, um, you know, like, like subtleties and the thought process behind it. Love that. Um, so yeah, very, very cool there. Uh, you know, I'm excited to see hopefully more just like training, you know, we haven't really seen a whole lot with, with the time jump. Um, you know, you know, it was something I thought was really cool too, that they did, uh, time jump. We don't need to see every day of the next, I think it's year that they're giving them to like prepare for the heist and whatever. And when you say every day, so they did a little bit of time jump. Uh, we see her sparring with Kelsier, them kind of going back and forth. It's really cool because they open it up and we have no idea it's Kelsier. Uh, I mean, you know, you probably could have guessed, but we don't know until he like catches her and it's like, oh, and then Kelsier, you know, was, was like skulked up behind me or whatever. I don't know. It's like, oh, it's Kelsier. They were sparring. It wasn't a real threat. Um, you know, but that was really cool to see them go back and forth. Um, but yeah, so kind of, you know, kind of two things branching off that one, um, the training stuff that was a cool scene like i said i would like to see more actual training actual like learning you know instead of just oh yeah in the past four weeks breeze has been training me and now i'm great at soothing it's like well no i want to actually see what breeze teaches you and then maybe what ham teaches her with pewter and clubs with smoking and i think that's everyone that has alamancy unless i'm missing someone but i don't i don't, I don't think so and then maybe Kelsier or Sazed or someone knows other people that can help her with, with the other ones. Um, be, but yeah, that is one wish of mine is to like see her actually train and actually do that instead of just a montage. And then six months later, oh, she's a master. <laughs> she's a master at everything. Um, I understand why they did it so far, though, because it's not really necessary at this point. Um, and then the other branch was... Um, actually just like the aftermath of their sparring and Kelsier sort of in his own thoughts and then even I think later on talking to Sazed he kind of mentioned it as well but basically the um the conclusion that they've come to so far in terms of Vince's progress with that and also the Valette stuff which we'll talk about next um is that Vin is really good like not really good like she is scarily good and she's progressing at a at a ridiculous rate like she like she should not be this good at alamancy as she is um obviously there's some things that she can't control like um you know they they very much point out hey don't you know don't get into a you know into a shoving match with someone because you are way too small way too light like you are going to lose every time and we do see that i think briefly in the in the credit shaw moment uh, in that whole scene where she does push at one point, it's like, oh no, you are, should not be doing that. You know, you got to think of other ways. Um, you know, but other than that, it's like, no, she's like, she's ridiculous. Like, you know, like the amount of time, you know, I think it's, uh, months. I don't think they say exactly. Yeah. 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 I think they just say it's, it's been like a few months. So I'm gonna say three months, let's say, um, she is very, very good for only three months of training. Um, and so that kind of, you know, maybe throw some breadcrumbs there where it's like, maybe she ends up being better than Kelsier, you know, I don't know how that's possible, you know, maybe just two different people, you know, you know, she's just naturally gifted at Alamancy and she just picks up on things. 
um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just think that was very important to point out because he made it a point to say, it, and then even Sazed agreed, where, where he, he's like, yeah, like she's very attentive. Um, and then moving on to kind of more of that, but on the Lady Valette stuff. Um, okay, so first we have the training, right? Which I just want to mention. He says that about her as well, where she's very good at memorization. She's very good at like putting things into practice. Um, you know, they even have had like a few uh, practice dinners and uh, she's like sat in on some of the real dinners with, with, with some people with uh, Lord Renew done very very well um i i do like some of the slyness though where he 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 praises her in in a lot of different ways but you know but then he also says that like basically that 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 vin is still vin where she will take every moment to not train because she probably hates this she's like i don't want to like i would like you know we even see her thoughts a few times where she's training or whatever or uh, or, or she's getting a haircut which I really like that scene too, because, um, you know, she kind of comes out of it. Uh, she hates it. She's like, I don't want to get a haircut. She's even like, I don't want someone with scissors that close to my neck. Uh, but then she comes out of it and it's like, oh, she actually, you know, she actually looks like, like female. She actually looks, um, you know, because the, the whole time she's always cut her hair super short. Um, you know, that was, that was Reen's whole thing of like, oh, we got to, you want people to think of you as a thief first and a girl second, you know? you know, that'll be safe for you, but then Kelsier gives her that boost of confidence there as well, it's like, oh, it looks nice, um, all that, so, very nice moment there, very, very touching moment, which, which does grow into her being Lady Villette, um, but yeah, yeah, just like her finding every possible avenue to not train, to not do it, where like, um, Sazed's like, oh, if you tell her that we're gonna, you know, oh, at, at, you know, at this time, meet at Manor Renew, you know, we're going to meet here, it's like, okay, she'll, she'll be here, but you didn't specify what room, you know, you know, so it's like, oh, she's here, she, she, she followed what you said, but she's in some random room, so now I have to spend 30 minutes looking in every room to try to find her, you know, you know, so it's like little, little sly stuff like that, of like, oh, well, I, I followed your instructions, <laughs> to a T, so I thought that was funny, um, but then, again, moving into the, the Lady Renette stuff, or Valette, Valette, um, we spent a lot of time on this, but I think it was important, uh, I'm sure we'll see more parties as well, especially with how they're kind of leaning into the whole Ellen stuff, um, but yeah, I, I really like this for a few reasons, I think, um, First off, we know the importance of this, trying to have a person on the inside learn certain things, right? Point number one. Um, but then I also like the growth of Vin, where it's like, I don't think by the end of this, she's going to like this more than being a Mistborn. That's just, that's not going to happen in my mind. But I do like it at least growing her character and her confidence, where she was very, very nervous. And you could even see on... Sazed's face that he was nervous for her because you know in his mind he's like she's not like she's not composed mentally this might go bad I'm I'm nervous for her um but then I love her her like way of growing out of it where she's like oh no one actually cares about me no one cares about Vin 
no one even really cares about Lady Villette. They just care about um, my my image, basically. So not actually me as a person, but what I look like, I suppose. Um, you know, she has this great analogy to like wearing a mask or a cloak or whatever, where she's like, oh, but in this case, the dress and the makeup and the earrings, the jewelry and all that, that's like my cloak. That's that that's what they're looking at. They're trying to almost like appraise my worth. Um but they don't actually care about me and they definitely don't care about Vin. I mean they, they don't even know Vin exists. You know, and that kind of, you know, loosens her shoulders a little bit and she's like, Oh, okay, I I got this. Um, you know, so I, I really do like that because that's her own way, her own um her own like personal way to be like oh none of this is real i don't really have to worry about this no one even really cares about me (laughs) you know no one's looking at me they're they're looking at the surface but not actually who i am so i thought it was a very nice way to look at it um and then uh and then we just move on to the ellen stuff you know um ellen not quite the like the prince, I guess, of the most powerful house in in Luthadel. Not exactly what we would imagine. Um, but yeah, yeah. We, you know, it turns out that he is very important. And that little conversation, you know, again, they didn't, they weren't really there. They didn't know about like the, the delivery and all that stuff, but um, apparently very important. And it's, it's going to be tough. <laughs> It's going to be tough because on one hand, it's like, okay, you can never, don't ever talk to him. Don't ever see him. In fact, we might want to concoct something where you like insult him. That way he doesn't want to talk to you anymore. You know, because if, if for some reason Vin does end up uh, catching his fancy, then that's going to put every eye on her. It's like, oh, he is the most eligible bachelor in all of Luthadel. Like he is, um... He's next up to be the 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 like leader of the most powerful house house venture, and so like if you you know if you're seen with him, then everyone's gonna come after you. You know, it's it's not gonna be good. It's it's, it's gonna be really bad. Like like this is the opposite. Like we we want you to be seen, but we don't want you to be seen. You know, uh, but we can you know we'll look into Vin's mind a little bit and just keep thinking about him. You know. He's very different than anyone else that, you know, you know, that she's met. He's the only one that was able to break down her walls of, uh, I can't think of the word, you know, you know, just like getting through to her and actually talking to her, you know, you know, she even mentioned it where she's like, oh, for that moment, I, I wasn't Valette. I was, I, I was Vin. I was talking to Ellen as Vin. And the only people I've ever done that with is like Kelsier and Sazed and, you know, etc. So it's like a little bit, a little bit of stuff there. We'll, you know, we'll see how we take that. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, again, if I were to make a prediction, um, I don't think she would have the heart to go as far as to do what they sort of threw out there. To, you know, it's like embarrass him or insult him or something. You know, I don't really think she could do that. Um, but it is very possible for them to just, you know, kind of convince her and also logically what they're saying makes sense. It's like, Hey, don't, you, you don't want to get close to him. Cause you know, cause if you do, everyone's going to be looking at you, they're all going to, you know, rumors are going to swirl and 
there's going to be a lot more attention on you that we don't need. That kind of goes against the, the purpose of you going to these things. Um, you know, you know, so I could see her being convinced of that and kind of arm's distance, you know, uh, but we'll see, we'll see what happens with that, you know, Saza did say, we're going to go to like, you know, ideally we want you to go to like two to three balls uh, a week, that's, that's a lot, that's, <laughs> that was very much, I didn't remember that, but when, you know, when Saza was like, oh yeah, they, they throw one of these like every day, I'm like, Phew. Every day. You guys have nothing better to do? <laughs> Every day? Um, but yeah. Two to, three, uh, two to three a week sounds very daunting. But it makes sense, especially when this is where all the gossip happens. You make connections. You make deals. Understand. Understandings. Agreements. Whatever. Uh, makes sense. Um, let's see. Oh. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it, honestly. The, I guess the last thing I wanted to mention was Atium, or Atium, however you want to say it. Uh, the ninth one, you know, because there's eight Alimantic Metals, there's two other ones that, that, that Kelsier mentioned, he didn't name them yet, and there's the eleventh metal, right? So, one of the two special ones is Atium, so we still don't know what the, what the tenth one is, I guess, but one of them is Atium. And, uh, you know, he says that Mistborns burn it. So I'm, I'm assuming, because he, he did mention Mistborn. So I'm assuming Mistings can't burn Atium. Maybe I'm just reading too far into it. I don't know. Um, and, and it lets you see, like, a few seconds into the future, basically. Um, that is powerful stuff. Uh, again, it's something where you look at and you're like, Again, Brandon, I think, doing a very good job of, of, of writing something and then pulling it back. Because, again, it's not like minutes into the future. It's not anything crazy. Um, but a few seconds is, is, is enough to make you, you know, obviously give you a huge advantage. Um, and then even with that, you know, another way to pull it back is to be like, oh, well, if someone else burns ATM, then you're both seeing like a million different options. So it's, it's, it's useless. Um, very, very smart, very clever, um, but yeah, and then we do see that in use later on in the book, because, uh, you know, that's right before they go to Critic Shaw, she starts to burn ATM, she gets kind of a, a, a very small leg up on the Inquisitor, and then the Inquisitor starts burning ATM, so I guess that's either saying that not just Mistborn can burn ATM, or Inquisitors are Mistborn? I don't know, what, well, you know, few different questions are, are, you know, kind of spawned from that as well, um, but yeah, ATM, interesting, um, again, that, that maybe spawns more questions just, just in itself, or it's like, can the Lord Ruler burn ATM, I mean, I guess, does he need ATM, he's, you know, he is at least the sliver of God, um, does he know that that's what it does, is that why he keeps it, is that why he's made it super, uh, not abundant, <laughs> scarce, I guess is the word, um, maybe that's another reason why no, the nobility wants to buy ATM, because it's said that most, if not all, uh, you know, of the, of the high houses, they all have Mistborn, so it's like, probably give some of that to their Mistborn in case they need it, that sort of thing, um, yeah, yeah, we do learn a little about that, so, question we have, what is the 10th medal, 
what's the other one? Um, all the medals have a pairing, so I'm wondering if Atium has a pairing, or or if the ninth and the tenth medals are just special, and they're like, no, they don't have any connection to each other. You know, that's why they're not part of the base eight. So, some questions there. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, good part, great part. You know, like I said, I like this part a lot more. First part wasn't bad or anything, but it is that like, okay, we're out of the introduction phase. We're now into the, the meat of this story. Um, so again, some, some questions we have going just to recap some of the questions for next part. Um, who was Sazed really, right? Like, what can he do? Why, why is he so important? Um, obviously he has like the religion thing, which is really cool. You know, really nice quirk for his character. Uh, but then like, how powerful is he? What are his methods? You know, all that, all that stuff. Um, I guess Valette with Ellen, what's going to go on there? And then just generally, what is she going to do with the ball? Because, like, she, you know, she can't keep just sitting in the corner, I imagine, right? Um, we, we at least want to try to have some conversation, get into those circles and everything. Um, Inquisitors, do we see any more progress with Kelsier's plan to get to take care of Inquisitors, whether it is actually fight them or divert them somewhere, kind of like what they're, they're doing with the garrison? Um, are we going to see more training with Vin and the individual members? Um, I guess more A-team stuff. And if we do see the 10th medal, that's another question there. Um, and then I guess the biggest one, <laughs> uh, immediately following the ending of the part, is Vin even alive? You know, at this point... Again, no no future spoilers or anything, but at this part, just the way I think of books, or not even books, just like movies and, you know, I guess movies not really because movies are more self-contained, but TV shows, you know, it's like, if they kill Vin, is like, what happens with the rest of the book, right? Or the rest of the trilogy, because as we know, there's three books out. <laughs> it's like, is Vin just not in the rest? Like, that seems unlikely. That would be a crazy thing that, you know, That'd be like early Walking Dead or like Game of Thrones where they're like, we don't care if they're a main character. We're going to kill them and you're just going to deal with it. So, you know, either we can safely assume that she's going to live or we can sit here and say, Brandon does not care and he will kill off characters. So at this point, again, if this is like your first book ever, Brandon Sanderson, you're like, what kind of writer is he? Well, is, is he not afraid to kill off main characters? Like kind of the main character i would i would say vin i mean the only argument there would be kelsier would be maybe your main character but we'll see and then even if she does live what condition is she in like did that mess her up again because it's like she lives but this is way more than her body can really handle so maybe like you know maybe she can never really fight again you know like she can still use metals but maybe they're not as strong anymore or maybe she is like loses a limb or some sort of paralyzed or something you know so again maybe it's like oh we're not going to kill her but we're going to make her roll and all this a lot smaller um or like her supposed usefulness a lot smaller we have to divert it somewhere else it's also possible um but yeah i think that is everything uh, lots of questions going into part three so next time we are going to obviously do part three um let's see let's just see what chapters that is and i will bid you adieu so that's going to be chapter 16 through 25 part three
So just so you know, part one was named The Survivor of Hathson. Very aptly named, right? Which kind of introduction of Kelsey or all that stuff. Part two that we just covered was Rebels Beneath the Sky of Ash. That makes sense. We're kind of getting more and more into the plan and the crew. So part three, Children of a Bleeding Sun. I, I mean, we know that like the sky is red. Children could be like, you know, maybe that means we'll learn more history about the Lord Ruler because there was little tidbits here and there kind of sprinkled uh, so far in, in the book, the entire book so far. So maybe that's what that's going to be. Um, this is a little bit of a longer part than part two. It looks like it's about 180 pages or so, 170, 180. So maybe more stuff there. We'll see. Um, but yeah, that is it. Um, I guess so. That's it. Read those chapters. Talk about it next week. Um, yeah, until next time, read more books. Books are a good time. And uh, yeah, next week.